Welcome to Elevate, the podcast brought to you by Elevate Beauty Lofts. I'm your host, Pam, and every episode I'll be bringing you conversations inspired by real life situations. I believe that sharing our experiences is one of the best forms of connection, community, and therapy. Join me on this journey with a glass of wine, a full heart, right here on Elevate, the podcast. Hello, 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 and another happy Monday. It's me, Pam, here, and you are listening to Elevate the Podcast. So today we're going to talk about something. um, Okay, so let me just start by, I am not a doctor, a beauty therapist perhaps, but not a doctor, Um, but it is called Low Iron, the Bad and the Ugly. Um, so low iron is something that I have experienced for a long, long time. It was like actually extreme anemia. Um, and I just got a grip on it in the last couple of months. And I really wanted to talk about that today because I'm going to talk about the parts that we kind of know about low iron, but the parts that not many people know. Um, and it's just, I had, Many like times when the iron was so low, I had to go to emerge. I was blacking out. There was a time I blacked out driving, like drove into something, Um, you know, all those things where you feel spacey. But um, this year in particular, it got extremely low, but I was always had this fear of, I'm just not like um, a prescription meds type of person. And I know there's a lot of side effects with taking iron, not like really complicated ones, but uncomfortable ones, if you know what I mean. And uh, I just avoided doing it. So I would try all these natural remedies and stuff all this time. But this year I had to jump on it because it was just getting to be a problem. Um, So like basically iron's purpose is to carry red blood cells, uh, get red blood cells to carry oxygen to your tissues. And so What happens if you don't have a lot of iron is now your body's going into this state where you could end up getting heart issues, right? Because like the complication is now your heart is overcompensating to pump faster because you can't get that oxygen going how it should be. Um, And there's a lot of symptoms, you know, like hair loss. um, That's one of them. Headaches, dizziness, feeling lightheaded, fatigue pale in color, chest pains, rapid heartbeat, shortness of breath, uh, cold hands and feet, inflammation in the body. You can get brittle nails, uh, poor appetite, or sometimes really strange cravings. One of the big ones is craving ice. Um, And, you know, some things that can cause that to happen for having low iron are blood loss, um, uh, poor diet. Uh, Sometimes your body just doesn't absorb iron and pregnancy. 
Um, so, and then in pregnancy, it's just like, you know, those beautiful creatures grow inside of us, but they take everything from us in order to create themselves. Um, and so funny enough, not a lot of people know that there is a huge link from iron deficiency to depression and anxiety. So I'm going to scale back for a second because I pre-pandemic was one of those people who thought anxiety and depression, you know, and I still agree to an extent is just state of mind. Um, you have choice in it. Like, you know, just like get over it. Why are you stressing about that? Or what are you anxious about? Like, just go do this. And after the lockdown, I actually recognized that myself amongst probably half or more of the population that I experience anxiety. Um, and it just comes out in different ways. Like uh, cousin Dan works in this a clinic and she deals with this stuff every day. And she told me that the way my anxiety comes out is I'm a, I'm a doer. So I just constantly have to fill and fill my day with stuff so that I can avoid whatever is triggering me because I don't want to sit with my thoughts and deal with them. And don't get me wrong. I do a lot of self-work books, therapists through the years. And, but there's a lot of stuff. And when we're seeing a therapist, it's like, you're in this mind state, like I need to fix what's happening, but everybody's so focused on the fixing instead of just being and, and moving forward and taking what you went through and growing that it's just a fix. But even though sometimes you put a bandaid on a wound, you still have a scar. So those scars can every day remind or trigger you. And those are the things you need to learn how to be with your scar. So again, I heard this and I was like, okay, this sounds interesting because if you look at some of the symptoms like chest pain, rapid heartbeat, sh uh, beat, shortness of breath, cold hands, cold feet, uh, or like maybe feeling dizzy, those are the same things that happen when I've experienced anxiety and now furthermore, panic attacks. You, Your heart starts racing. You feel like you can't breathe. Um, chest is getting tight. Uh, I've had panic attacks where my hands feel like ice. My face goes green. Like I've just lost all color. So, but again, nobody's thinking of how the two relate. Because low iron is so common that people are just like, yeah, whatever, your iron's just low, go eat a steak. But it's a lot more than people actually realize. And especially in a time that we just went through, there has been studies to show like that depression and anxiety has gone three times higher since the lockdown. And many doctors who are seeing their patients are seeing mood disorders or depression, and anxiety show up. And there's a common denominator in all of them. And it's linked to them also having low iron. And there's also like you can see how in young teens, we're in an area era where teens and uh, young adults, but usually in the teen phase, you'll see a spike in the kids being filled with anxiety, they're depressed. And yes, a lot of other things like Instagram and comparing and all of that contribute. But for young ladies, that's a time when they go through puberty and what comes with puberty is menstruation. And now that's blood loss. The blood loss is contributing to low iron combined with the fact that they're out eating like 
Burger King and McDonald's all the time and they're not getting the proper nutrition to give them the iron that they need. Or it could be, again, maybe they're getting the nutrition, but they're not having enough vitamin C to help absorb it. And like if they had more sources of vitamin C that are great when you're taking iron, like oranges, peppers, broccoli, grapefruit, kiwi, greens, but the two go hand in hand. So you could be taking the iron to help, but if you're taking iron, but you're also having blood loss every month and you're not taking the vitamin C to absorb it, there's not really going to be a solution to the problem. So it, there's another thing that uh, came up that was very interesting of how it breaks down to how the iron is linked to depression and anxiety. So iron deficiency actually contributes because of its relationship with dopamine. So dopamine is one of the like neurotransmitters in our brain that keeps us happy. So, you know, you go to HomeSense in my world, you pick up a latte, a friend calls you to say they're coming for a latte, boom, neurotransmitters in my brain, dopamine is high. I fill my shopping cart at HomeSense with a bunch of stuff that I don't need, but that's a dopamine hit. So that stuff keeps us happy, but iron is required for the production of dopamine in the brain. So if we have lack of iron, our natural ability to get that dopamine is gone. And then our body uses something called um, tyrosine. I, I can't remember. I don't know how to pronounce it. From like protein-rich foods to produce dopamine. But this only happens in the presence of iron. And a lack of dopamine can lead to depression, anxiety, and even other disorders like restless leg syndrome. Um, and just think, so low iron, low dopamine, depression. And again, if you think about that restless leg, like anxiety, shaky, like they all just go hand in hand, poor concentration um, and just feeling fatigue. If you're feeling constantly low with no energy, depression. Um, so I don't think there's enough emphasis on this and awareness. Um, I feel like when there's low iron, we're just solving the iron, but not all of the other things that have come out of it. And again. I was one of those people who didn't think, but in the last couple of years, when life was going slower, I had a chance to have conversations and spend time with myself. I couldn't fill my life. I couldn't fill my day with anything else. I couldn't go anywhere. You weren't allowed to have people over. How the heck was I supposed to survive in a world without people? How was I supposed to survive just in my house with the four walls of without a mask. I didn't have the mask to cover all of my scars. I didn't have big enough band-aids. And one by one, things were coming up from when I was, I don't know, 5, 10, 13, 20, 30, that all of a sudden have just been put on my doorstep. And it's like, hey, Pam, well, we got time now. Let's deal with this. And then those things combined with me being severely anemic because you can't see a doctor, just kept on spiraling and spiraling and spiraling. And then slowly life came to open back up again so I could fill a little bit more. And I was filling and filling, but also with those things spiraling. But it's like, okay, well, I know I was dealing with this problem, but you know, home sense is back open. Let me just go fill my cart and redecorate. Let me go sand a table. Let me go add, um, I don't know, some new bar stools to my kitchen. If I can just feel good about something else, I don't have to feel bad about what else I'm dealing with. And 
it's something we really have to start looking at and and being okay with talking about and getting away from this stigma of labels of all of that stuff but one thing that i've come out of this with after a spiral of events in volcanic eruptions in my world is that we all have choice and when these things come up there is also medical and science yes which now i know after being on iron for 2 months i com- i feel a complete shift in my body i wake up and i have energy i don't feel that lag at the end of the night like yes tired is one thing but the tired i feel now is different from the exhaustion and the mental fatigue that i felt prior to the last couple of months i feel like um I feel like there's opportunity ahead. I feel, you know, like some people, let me just backtrack. Some people have um what me and a friend of mine call the Robin Williams depression syndrome where it's like we're that friend where like you call us, always a smile on our face, always something to say to bring somebody else up, lift them up. We just know how to make others feel better because it helps again take away from what we're dealing with and that was what i was doing for so long and i have a natural love for being there for others but i was using that to replace what i was dealing with with myself and and cover it and avoid it so again now that i've been medically treated i can actually get into the mental headspace where now my body's okay and i can treat my mind with a new outlook and really de- rely on the choices that i have every single day. And with that i just really wanted to share that with you guys and i felt compelled because if this is something that you're dealing with, first of all, if you feel really low, go check your iron. If you want to check your iron in an easy way, pull down your eyelid, look at the color. If you don't see a nice fleshy red tone, go check your blood. And don't rely fully on what the doctor says. Look at the levels yourself. If the sliding scale is between 5 to 85, 5 being the lowest and you're at an 8, you need to increase that a little bit. You you don't want to be just barely enough. And if you're feeling depression or if you're feeling anxiety and you think it's not okay to feel sad, talk to somebody. Contact one of us at the shop. Come in even if you don't come to the salon. Come in. Talk to me. Talk to one of the girls. it's you have to get out and you have to talk especially as being a woman um but again i just wanted to share that because coming from a space where i was not a believer of these things and then now doing the research to see the huge link in that and places where i was in the depths of my dark places in my life and now seeing how i could rise above by also paying attention and making different choices really helped don't feel like you're alone in it don't feel shame whatever way your life is going and whatever you're feeling that's your journey and you need like good people in your space and again if you have any questions or you want to talk to anybody we're always here i'm here and look into it the facts are there ask your doctor but um if you have low iron please please get on to some sort of supplement. Um and if you're feeling any way, please call a friend and reach out. Anyways, that's some food for thought for your Monday. This one was a little bit deeper, but there's always the good, the bad, the ugly, the highs, the lows, and that's what this podcast is all about. Just being there for the real everyday stuff. 
that everybody battles and nobody's going to have the same experience as you. And that's what makes us all unique and beautifully made. Anyways, I will see you guys next Monday and have a great week. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Elevate, the podcast brought to you by Elevate Beauty Lofts. If you've taken anything away from this episode, it's to live with love, forgive, give yourself grace, and know that we're all in this together. To get more feel-good stuff like this, subscribe to our newsletter at www.elevatebeautylofts.com and follow us on Instagram at Elevate Beauty Lofts and leave a review. But most of all, share this episode with somebody. You never know who needs it. See you next time.